Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. I'm excited to tell you that Comic Relief and Acast have teamed up to bring you this Red Nose Day podcast mashup. We wanted to bring you the best of private parts and man baggage for a special bonus episode, Private Baggage. Hello, welcome to Man Baggage. My name is Russell Kay and this is the safe space where I get boys together to empty their man baggages of all the viscous fluid of insecurity into my ear holes, my face, till I'm covered in a bukkake of insight and we learn more about men and what makes them tick or not tick. We're talking about Generosity Day because it is a Red Nose Day special. I want to talk about generosity, open-heartedness, how giving people are. And I've got two of the most generous guys I've ever met. It is, of course, Jamie Lang and Alex Mitten. Yes, both of them over the hands. Mitten is in the house. I'm spitting for Mitten. Alex, how are you doing? That's me. I, I'm good. I'm feeling incredibly generous. I, um, I know Jamie. Jamie is feeling very generous because he's kindly given us 20 minutes of his time to do something yeah. for charity so yeah that um, is that how is. are you doing langer langer schlanger <laughs> oh, 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 oh my god how oh, are you russell mccain again <laughs> russell russell mccain we're gonna rush <laughs> through this like latin prep before first lunch <laughs> i i'm i feel like okay uh, do we think we're generous as individuals russell do you think you're a generous person um <laughs> I am with the pe- I am with the people I know. I, uh, I I'm a fixer. So we've had a family situation where someone's come into the family from another area, and I'm immediately like, "Can I can I pay for their schooling? What can I do? Can I pay for their housing?" That's my first instinct is to throw my money at situations. I was going to say, it sounds like friends. you just throw throw money at it. Yeah, well, I'm generous with what I've got, which it, which uh, fucking let's face it, from Essex, fucking <laughs> cut the Range Rovers, I'll burn you to death in the forest. Might as well give it away. Russell uh, sounds like you sound like some sort of gangster. Yeah. Oh, what do you need? What do you need? I'll, I'll have generous, generous. The things that the thing that I'm poor on that I struggle to be generous with is time because you can't. You've only got 24 hours in a day, so to give time away. Like today, I would love to have joined in the cookie making session with my daughter and my wife. But I knew I should have been packing my bag for a trip tomorrow. Mm. What's the more generous thing to do? It's hard to call it. But when it comes to actually acts of generosity and charity in the traditional cash sense, I'm pretty, I'm a bit of a fixer. So whether I'm doing it because I'm such a good Mother Teresa or whether I'm getting off on being the superhero in a cape, the end result is the same. What about that, you guys? That, that's the that's the big question, right? Okay, would you say you're more generous to other people or are you more generous to yourself? Are you doing the things you do because you're generous to yourself? Because actually the stuff that we do, we were talking about now, we're recording this on a Friday evening. 
and mm. we've all been working hard and <clears throat> we're all you know we're all sort of you know speak it's, speak for yourself right? <laughs> so it's the end of the week but but we do it because we love it but also we we're i would say that i i'm generous i'm not very generous to myself I don't think so. I don't really give myself. Jamie, that like, is that is oh, the biggest that is the biggest load of shit I've ever had. Excuse my language. Your your forearm Come size on. would suggest differently, Jamie. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, <laughs> you're generous to yourself on a regular basis. Looking at your forearm musculature. <laughs> I think, but I'm the same as you, Russell. I think that I'm generous with what I have, and I think, <clears throat> and, and all three of us, we work pretty hard, so we earn a decent living, and therefore. I'm generous with helping people. Maybe I'm a fixer as well. So yeah, I have my sis- sister who came back and she needed some help. And straight away I go, well, I can do this and I can do that. And and, well, and you gave her your credit card. Well, you, I, I think I, I feel, think I feel like there's a difference between generosity where you actually have to put time into it rather than going, oh, my PA will book you. Yeah. A or... <laughs> well, I did. I mean, I sat, I sat on the phones researching schools, speaking to educational. I, I, did the, I did the school tours with my family member. I went and looked at the classroom. I looked at their syllabus. As well, so as well as being financially involved in it, I've done the research. I've taken charge of education was was my remit and a few other things. Jamie, Jamie sits in his plush uh, in his plush villa in Notting Hill, and he clicks his fingers to his PA and goes, "Woman, woman." I need you to. Uh, I need you to organise something for me. Uh, can you tell me, Jocasta, how generous have I been this week? Oh, excellent! Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah. That's above target. <laughs> okay, fine. What's, what, what are the press stories saying this week? Am I a generous guy? <laughs> okay, fine. Here we go then, Russell. How do you define generosity? Um, I would say uh, it's. I've actually got. I've written down a definition in readiness, which I agree with. So I describe it as the virtue of being liberal in giving. So it could be gifts. Mm. But it's often regarded as virtue by by different world regions and it's celebrated in cultural and religious ceremonies in different places but ultimately it's the virtue of being liberal in in giving Mm. Uh, i'm just so far as generous to myself i'm nervous about that because what i do for a living i'm I'm a stand-up and i started from a place of all right i'm this is me this is my council this is where i grew up so i a bit nervous of losing touch with that so i am head to toe in asos 90 percent You'll find it hard to spot a designer thing on me, but then I'll wear a nice watch that not many people will see. Or if I go on holiday somewhere posh, I won't tag the lo- the location because I, I have the fear of being perceived as someone that's too really? spending too much money on myself. So my clothes, I'm consciously uh, in in, uh, in ASOS shit because it fits, and why, why bother? I don't I don't need a label, but I'll spend a shitload on my aftershave because nobody knows. So I've got sort of an, in, you an smell in. like shit. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but you know, I recently bought a, a, my first ever nice, what I call like a proper car and I've ended up like not, I drove it to a gig once and I was just not comfortable at all. People seeing me in it and I, and I won't be doing that again. I'll use my tour manager or, or a taxi. Really? Mm. Jamie, you're, you're all the complete opposite. You like drip yourself in jewels and like, expensive stuff. No, you I love, actually don't. You love a watch. Yeah, I mean, there's watches, nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it fits but, but with, it fits with your persona, well. persona or rather your personae. Personi. <laughs> You're Sloney Personi. <laughs> I've got several Personi. My <laughs> <laughs> <Not> Personi. <laughs> but I don't think generosity to yourself, I think I think is an oxymoron. I think gener- we're going to have to find generosity as being going out from yourself. So you're giving up something of yours to other people. And sperm think, doesn't count before you say it. Yeah, I was I was actually immediately thinking of sex because I know Jay, you're you're a big giver. Generous in the bedroom. Now generous in the bedroom. Now we're on to something. 
Yeah. So, um, if you, you know, how much time are you are you willing to spend pleasing the other person? J- Jamie is a big giver, but I love it how it, you it, you're turning to me every single. This is the the, the sixth time yeah, in the conversation. You're easy. You're that's easy. How, that's how generous Alex is. That's yeah, yeah. I know. I'm not. I'm not here to talk about myself. I'm here to talk about you, Jay. Um, but you you are generous, but it's like five seconds of generosity, like over over a couple of weeks, right? I I have a theory. <laughs> I don't think men are. I don't think men are very good um, at sex until they get past twenty seven. I don't think. I think that men typically have this idea that they want to please themselves first, and then they don't particularly want to think about the other person because sex is more of a an act of alpha maleness and this and that and all these kind of things and actually when we're much younger and this is speaking generally but for me speaking personally sex wasn't an act of sort of love and passion things that was more a sex of like okay this is exciting it's how you got the prefects to like you wasn't it yes (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't it wasn't an act of of love it was an act of duty it's a way of keeping the latin master well off your back well not actually is it Uh, on your on your back as it were <laughs> but I had this I had this theory that that's true and actually then what happens is you get to a certain age when you're in a relationship or whatever mm. and you start to realize that actually it, it it's more in the bedroom it's probably more um it, it's it's to be generous in the bedroom is a, is a much better experience for both parties. Yeah. I guess, I guess I guess generosity really what it boils down to is whether it's an actual selfless act, right? Are you doing it because you don't want anything in return? Is it coming from a pure place of like I am just helping someone else and I don't want anything back? Which I, which, I which that one. do you mind if I help you, Macapine at all? I don't think that's true because okay, because if you're okay, do you okay. get off on her getting off? It's a better question. Is if what if what, only one of these two things could happen in the bedroom? Would it be she gets off or you get off? Because if we have a sex session, me and Lindsay. And she doesn't get on the rare occasion. She doesn't get that. To me, is a very unsatisfying session. Yeah. Did you say on the on the rare occasion that she doesn't? Well, it wouldn't. It just wouldn't. Uh, we'd have to be very intoxicated or that you know drunk too much. It's the only. It's the only time that would happen. And and it you're, never, imme- it you're immediately like, picturing yourself. As, it feels uh, like sex. sex gone. It feels like sex is not completed. But a lot of men would not agree with me because sex is completed. I don't mean we're talking about generosity here, but we've gone on to sex is completed when the man has completed I, I i think i'm actually happier if they have um to yeah. be honest yeah same yeah but that's because of your ego that's because of your maybe. ego. maybe i think it probably is a little bit but also like you want you want them to have a good time and if they if they if they don't then they're not going to want it well let, let's let's bring it back to gifting because so so let me move back out of the bedroom and back down to the to the christmas tree or the birthday party i was gonna room. say christmas do tree, you yeah. do you prefer to receive or give. I'm not keen on getting present. I don't need anything. I, a card is enough. It's all I don't I, My nose doesn't get put out of joint if someone forgets a card, but I fucking love surprising someone and giving a gift. I'm definitely more, and, and if I give a gift and someone doesn't give back on my birthday, I don't notice. It doesn't register. That's how you tell if you're truly generous. A fake generous person sends you a card and then if you forget on their birthday, they're like, well, I sent you one. Where was mine? So you gave to receive then, not a true generosity. Whereas mm. if I was to send Jamie, I don't know, like some, some present this year, what was a one-off, and you didn't reciprocate, it wouldn't register. I wouldn't notice. I wouldn't think, hang on a second. It would never occur to me unless Lindsay pointed out, well, that's a bit weird. You sent him one <laughs> doing like the female auditor. That's mm. fake, fake-ass generosity. Giving for, Same as doing a charity gig was a stand-up just for the recognition. It's fake-ass. Doing Red Nose Day for the PR. 
and not for the goodness of what it is. There's some fake ass generosity out there. That's what that's what I'm trying to get to. That's what I'm trying to get to. This Red Nose Day, your donation will help people here in the UK and around the world live free from poverty, violence, discrimination, and support them with their mental health. This includes helping people right now in Ukraine and the mass displacement of people in many parts of the world. Head to comicrelief.com forward slash podcast mashup to give what you can now. I, I, I think that um, there are two things here as well, because I, I definitely agree with you. But I think also perhaps, uh, you know, as a child, when we were growing up, all we wanted to get was presents from our from our godparents or our grandparents or our fathers or our brothers or whatever. And we were so excited. And as kids, we definitely noticed when a sibling or a brother or a cousin, whoever, forgot to give us a present. We would go down to the Christmas tree and look around the Christmas tree and see if there are any more left for us. So, yeah. that, And that's because we didn't have the ability to go and get things ourselves. I think when you have the ability to go get things yourselves or buy things for yourself, you actually don't really necessarily want anything because you go, well, I can probably buy it. You know, if someone gave you a house, you'd be like, well, that's epic. You know, they, they've just got me a house. But buying a present is, is different. I think, though, there is something definitely with, um, with uh, getting, you know, for, you know, for example, I wrote, I wrote thank you letters this year. I haven't written thank you letters ever. Oh, my but God. I, I used to hate doing thank you Emails letters. or letters. I wrote letters. Look at this. Yeah. You look didn't at, look write at this. them. Freya wrote them. My handwriting has changed where I don't write anymore. Mate, my handwriting is so bad. It's illegible. They'd be like, what the hell is this from? Like a mass murderer. (laughs) (laughs) Look, look, that's that's my writing letter paper that I have with my name at the top. You're not not helping with the story. Oh, my God. You're like American Psycho. How long did you spend over that? What are you talking about? So that's my that's my thing back. That's generosity. So someone sends me a present, and then to reciprocate, what I do is I send a letter back, say a big thank you. And but it's like but it's also got a very very lovely bit of your branding on, which makes you look super smart. Like, hey, look at me, I'm doing well. Um, what sort of situations make you more generous? Do you, are you getting more generous as you get older? When I'm is absolutely it, off my face. Yeah, I was going to say drunk birthdays when there's been exciting news when you're doing well is your is your generosity consistent yeah I I I definitely do I'm quite I'm over generous and then it comes to bite me in the ass because I'll end up spending fortunes on nights out and you Mm. know working up bankrupt so that that is definitely not great do Do you think do you think it's learned or biological Jamie generosity I think it, I think it's uh, I think it's biological. I think uh, I, I think actually no I no I, I'm going to take that back completely. Um, because I'm going to take that completely back because actually no I I th- I think it's I think it's uh, I think there's a little bit of nature in it, but there's a lot of nurture. Yeah, uh, you know, you, you a lot of individual. You, I, <laughs> you'll be surprised to hear that I grew up in a in a pretty privileged background. Right? What? <laughs> was, yeah, you? get out of town. Shut but, up. But I, so I, I, I never had to worry about a roof over my head, uh, food on the table, whether we could put petrol in the car. I never had to worry about that. And 99% of the country do. And what happens then is when you don't have to worry about the, those things and you haven't really had to worry about money when growing up, your then, you're then concept of money is that, well, it's always there. Then when you get a bit older to 18 and realize you have to work for it, that slightly changes. But as children, if you grow up in a family where you are 
you're struggling and you know Russell you grew up in a council estate so you probably had that mentality a little bit when you were growing up where Mm. money didn't come that easy so therefore when you start earning cash you hold on to it because you Mm. think it's going to go and we hear a lot of people talking about it where they worry about the money is going to disappear because at one time it wasn't there very true and in lockdown that was the fear even though I just finished a tour and I live in a beautiful house and it's inconceivable that I could, I'd need to be like a hundred years old before I probably ran out of that. But it's still in my yeah. mind, I was going to be round the back of King's Cross with my nan wanking off strangers to pay the bills within a month. Right, you, you don't need, you don't need to be broke to do that. Yeah. But, do that but, anyway. but where does that mentality come from? And I think as actually, because you're told you're you're trained to expect the worst, and it might be taken away at any moment. I I often think that fear of losing it all often pushes people to do stuff. Or like pursue things that they don't necessarily want to do. Like they stay in jobs that they don't really like. Very true. So Very pe- true. So petrified of like, yep. you know, it's almost like an anxiety of, yeah. of not having money. It's very true in our in our industry as well. In entertainment, it's even more true. So you'll be mm. offered some show. Uh, it might be called oh, Celebrity Bin Lids. It's a Channel 5 12 part, and I know I shouldn't do it, but I'm thinking, fuck, man. You know, <laughs> I'm, actually do it. I'm actually doing that. I know you got the job. I know you got the job. <laughs> it's a bad example. Can I ask a question, Russell? Are you generous with your emotions? to whom um to family friends yeah yeah with men i'm 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 a sort of reacted against my childhood it's not that i grew up in like a cold unemotional place it's just when i what was not part of my culture at all so we including when we were like 19 and 20 when you get to an end of the night and we're all going home after we've been having a smoke or whatever just hanging out you say goodbye you just wave at the door and walk out it was no one hugged, no one touched each other. It was cringe if you went, all right, see you later, and shook a friend's hand at the end. It was un, it's unknown, completely was unknown. This, was this just, an just work, this any an working to ask got, any working class be, person? You do not kiss each other on the cheek. It's not that. It's just it's just unknown. It's not a thing culturally, and it's the same across the board mm. emotionally. Self sufficiency, take care of number one. Be careful what you what you let out. Mm. Now I'm vault fast. You know, not only have I become sort of middle class by virtue of what I'm earning, I now live in the most touchy feely, lovey darling profession you can do. So I'm all over bloody everyone, man hugging people. So, so yeah, emotionally with my daughter, I'm I'm very I love you all the time, always kissing her. Um, depending on what mood me and Lindsay are in, if we're not arguing, we're all we're very sort of tactile. But not with my mum. Do, do you so. need it back? Do you need it back? From my daughter, yes, I need, I need really? that, I need that like baby cling on adoration, daddy, I love you type thing. I need it from her, and she's six now, and I've got to start start letting go a bit of that a little bit. I don't know if I'd be able to cope if I was dishing it out to to my six year old and they didn't give it back. I'd be like, what? I know, I know, but at six, they're starting to get like a bit cool for school. I've just got, um, sorry, just because I don't want us to run out of time, I want to talk about donating and Red Nose Day and all of that. So this is interesting. Men donate more in workplace giving campaigns and political campaigns, while women are the primary donors when it comes to giving charities of choice. So I would expect if we crunch the numbers on Red Nose Day, more women donate than men. But if we're in the work and it relates to our industry, if it was, you know, the the, the biscuit charity or something, you'd be more likely to go with it or giving a donation to your political party of, or should I say the conservative politician of your choice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but the, but that but do you know why that is? I think do you, I, I think this is that that's why, and it's an interesting one, right? Because um, you know, and and I think the the data sort of shows shows this, right? Uh, men are more interested in things typically. You know, that's why you would probably find more men. Who what? Are like, that's yeah. a bold statement. No, 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 no. I'm I don't, women aren't hate things. No. Don't oh, they, they hate all know that. stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, things no, generally. No, listen. So, so. 
literally seen me. Oh my god! Language, reality, I'm... oxygen, all of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Men are more interested in it typically in like things and actually women are more interested in people. And so what happens is when you see charities on sort of TV shows and things like that, typical charities are about children or about dogs or about all these sorts of things. And actually women get an immediate reaction towards that more than men do, it seems like, because men can't quite connect as quickly or as emotionally as women can. But, but surely the ultimate public service is being a leader of a country and a prime minister. How much more interested in people can you be? And women that do it are generally better. So why don't we have more female leaders? Well, exactly. And that's the yeah, point. That we, that's why we should have more female leaders. Where actually men men seem to, they run it like a business. That's why they don't look after the people. And that's why women, you you know, look after the people. They care for the people. We're, we're, we're hardwired and conditioned very differently to women. I, I feel like women are inherently more caring, more empathetic. Yes. Just, just because of the way, you know... The, People are mothers, right? And so they have to be more so. Mm. Whereas men, we're just the mother. Be... We're the motherfuckers. Yeah, we do, we're just out there enjoying things. Things. Uh, all Should those we go things. out and just do things today? Yeah, I'll bring man. a few things with me. I, I brought a, a pencil, a book, uh, a shoe. Oh, God, great things! In a you brought in a box there. God, these women would hate this. Look at this. I've got a protractor here as well. Ah, oh, that's one of my favourite things. <laughs> okay, here we go. But, but, but Russell, do you try and donate? Uh, well, I've done several types of donating over my life. Some of them was just to get through college and have enough money. But uh, I, I tend to put more of my money where my mouth is when it comes to doing gigs. So I do a fair few fundraising gigs. I do a lot for Rethink. And that's the worst thing for me to give up. The hardest thing to give up is three hours of travel, an hour on stage, going into 157 on my Fitbit, and then three hours home. I mean, that's a massive part of my life I could have been spending with my family and we might raise between five and ten grand including Amazing. for red for red nose day you know i, I, I went on a convoy with uh, david Badil and we went and delivered malaria nets now part of that is oh look i'm on i'm on telly but the other part is the warm fuzzy i mean we delivered an ultrasound machine to a slum and then it got used after we plugged it in and a baby was born was, fuck it just oh, that's it's amazing un, un, just, and it went beyond i'm on telly this is a good pr op to like a fucking spiritual out of body moments in a baby wow. born in a different way because of what we've done as with Michaela Culver one who's obviously gone on to be massive well they they did this happiness test and I won't go into the whole thing I told Alex this before where they did it was a Harvard test and they they studied 700 graduates in 1912 and it was one of the only social experiments that ever lasted this long to find out what happiness is and they followed them throughout their lives there were presidents there were prime ministers all sorts of people and the end of the lives they asked them what made them happy and the fundamental thing that made most people happy was giving family close connection with the family and friends that was it. Those three things wasn't fame, wasn't success, wasn't the things that we strive for. It's actually just close connection with friends and family and giving. Mm. And that's Absolutely. amazing. That's we, why donating well, is really you've important. Fu you fucked your life then, Joe. Yeah, back, <laughs> back to front, bro. Millionaire on your own. <laughs> now, this is, this is my favorite fact, okay? So researchers from Oxford and Kent universities asked volunteers to play a series of games that earned them up to £24. They were then asked if they would like to donate some of those earnings to charity. In some situations, the men who were being tested, there were women stood by who were plants observing what they donated. And in other situations, there were no women observing. Mm. Guess what happened when women were observing? Men were a lot more fucking generous. Yeah, of course right, they were. They had the dollar gun out, dollar, dollar, for, for the babies that don't have enough. Suck me yeah. off. That's yeah, as far yeah, as their yeah, thinking yeah, yeah. went. Wow. Literally. Yeah, That's yeah. so funny. They donated between 50 and 100% of their earnings when a woman was in the room. Wow. And when, but when there were no women, they only donated 40%. That's wild. 
That's what that, there's this other test they did where they put uh, cold and hot sort of things on people's laps and and they got a hundred people to do a test. At the end of it, they got um they said to the fifty people with cold with uh, cold things on their laps. Well, they said to everyone, you can go and get a present. The fifty people who had cold uh, things on their laps went and took a present for themselves. The fifty people who had hot things on their laps went and took a present to give someone else. And it shows what warm weather and so are hot countries shows, more generous than cold. Yeah, countries? hot countries are way more generous. Really? What, yeah, yeah, way more generous. Really? If you're if you've got warm, that's why warmth inside of you does amazing things. That's why if you have a warm so red nose, they needs to move to the fucking summer, guys. If you're listening to this, move it to July. Yeah, we can raise a lot more money. Why are we doing this in March? Everyone's so sake. so tight this time. Oh yeah. my god! It's true. You're Jesus more giving Christ. when it's hot. So so maybe if you're an ugly guy, go out on the pool midsummer. Girl is more likely to be generous. No, I think we cracked it. Right, we're going to have to wrap it up. This is just a quick one, a Red Nose Day special with Man Baggage. Thank you very much to Jamie Lang and Alex Mitten. Russell, thank you so much. Thank you to everyone listening. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.